Hi everyone, it's Taylor and I'm back with another one of my favorite books to discuss for episode 3 of Page Turners. In this episode, I will be discussing The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas. Let's get started. Angie Thomas's debut novel received critical acclaim. It won the Loretta Scott King Book Award, the Long List National Book Award for Young People's Literature, the Audi Award for Best Female Narrator, the National L. Prince Award, and the Goodreads Choice Awards for Best Young Adult Fiction, just to name a few. Okay, so here's one of the reasons why I love this novel so much. This novel is able to address controversial social issues such as police brutality and racism all in the context of a coming-of-age story and with such an honest and relatable protagonist like Star Carter. Just a reminder about how controversial this book is, Angie Thomas's book was banned in several schools, one being at a school in Katy, Texas, um, on accounts of its vulgarity. But, you know, in my opinion, it's kind of a little suspicious that a book like The Hate You Give was banned for vulgarity, even though classics such as The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger, you know, isn't banned in a lot of schools and is on a lot of schools' recommended reading lists, despite its vulgarity. But, you know, that's an entirely different conversation. This book is an amazing response to the Black Lives Matter movement, and its message rings truer and truer by the day, I imagine that this stunning novel will continue to maintain its spot on various school recommended reading lists, especially as incidents of police brutality continue to persist. From George Floyd to Breonna Taylor, police brutality and the systemic racism that encourages it won't go away without action. And as a book connoisseur, I admire Angie Thomas's attempt to make the first step in creating change. And to me, that's opening and sustaining difficult conversations that attempt to tackle the issues that were presented in the novel. Okay, so the first theme that i like to discuss is race and identity. At the beginning of the novel, we find out that Star goes to a fancy, predominantly white prep school, meaning that she's one of the only students of color enrolled. As a result of this, she often feels as though she has two identities, the Star Carter at home and the Star Carter at school, who's seen as cool because of her race, which is messed up to say the least when you think about it. In the novel, she admits that it's dope to be black until it's hard to be black, a quote that exists to foreshadow her experience throughout the duration of the novel. Because Star will come to learn how not to drown in other people's initial perceptions of her. Some will see her as a thug strictly because of her race, and others will see her for who she truly is, Star Carter. As for her late friend Khalil, a police officer's initial perception of him functioned as a catalyst that ensured his murder. Here's why this theme is so important. One may wonder, how can something as little as perception and narrative aid in the murder of Khalil via police brutality? Here's how. Narrative is everything. It's how you present a sequence of events, or in this case, an entire racial group. In this novel, we are not given the perspective of the police officer that murdered Khalil. At the end of the day, it's not his story in the first place. 
but the scene in the novel depicting Khalil's murder is very important. He was pulled over for a, burden, for a broken taillight. He expressed his annoyance towards the police officer and the police officer ordered him to step outside of the vehicle. The police officer expressed that he expected to find contraband on Khalil. Khalil moved towards the vehicle after stepping outside to check to see if Star was okay. He was immediately shot after simply moving toward his vehicle. Why? My answer is this. The officer perceived that Khalil was a drug dealer, a thug. In assuming this, he most definitely assumed that Khalil was reaching into his vehicle for a weapon. And so he killed him because he believed that, they, that he was in danger. And this all happened because the officer had a grossly inaccurate perception of Khalil. He bought into the dehumanizing narrative that insists that all people of color are by design thugs. Let's not forget how important narrative is, people. It can be life or death. The second topic that I'd like to discuss is the namesake of the novel, The Hate You Give. The Hate You Give is a partial quote from the late great activist and rapper Tupac. The full quote is this, <clears throat> The Hate You Give Little Infants Fucks Everybody. This quote encapsulates the cyclical nature of racialized poverty. If you feed entire communities of minorities hate via oppression, both physical and systemic, it will inevitably manifest in ugly ways. Ways that could have easily been prevented if these communities and racial groups were never mistreated in the first place. Drug dealing and gang violence are the harsh results of having an unfair lack of opportunity access to better education and solid career opportunities. Violence begets violence and abuse begets abuse and so on. This is the overarching motif of the novel and it's as timeless as Tupac's words of wisdom. And lastly, another topic that I'd like to talk about that was important in the novel was the dehumanization of Khalil and minorities in general by the media, particularly the white media. So the officer that murdered Khalil actually attempted to justify his murder by relying on stereotypes that depict African Americans as less than, less than human, nothing more than thugs. And we find out um, towards the end of the novel that he gets off scot-free. And people support this. Um, and it's just a portrayal of how white media, as well as, you know, the police force that he was on, protected their own. Um, in fact, you know, they attempted to dehumanize Khalil further, emphasizing his relationship with the local gang and insinuating that he was a drug dealer, essentially nothing more than a drug dealer, to justify this heinous act, this murder. And we see this happen all the time, even today in current cases of police brutality, where the media attempts to dehumanize in order to justify. And it really just reinforces the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement in general, because it's important to advocate for ourselves. I'm African-American and it's just important to advocate for ourselves. And it's important for people who don't identify as Black to advocate 
for people who struggle to advocate for themselves. And that is very apparent in the book. As we all know, this book was written, um, I mean, inspired by the Black Lives Matter movement. Because, you know, everyone deserves a chance to write their own story and create their own personalized narrative for themselves that's accurate and true. Okay, again, I cannot, you know, recommend this book enough. The Hate You Give by Angie Thomas, such a good book. Like, everyone needs to read this book out of their own, you know, reading list. You know, it's just such a good book. Cannot recommend it enough. Okay, so on to the book recommendations section of the podcast. I would like to recommend Concrete Rose, another novel by Angie Thomas, and it's about Star Carter's father and his coming of age story. I'm really excited to read that. There's also On the Come Up, yet another novel by Angie Thomas. So excited to read that as well. Then there's Dear Martin. A novel that's also about police brutality in the grand scheme of a coming-of-age story. There's All American Boys, which was written by Jason Reynolds and Brendan Keeley, which is actually a common reading at my high school. It was a very, very good book. And lastly, The Poet X by Elizabeth Acevedo. Such a really, really good book. Thanks so much for listening, everyone.